0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for telling your entire family not to come over for Thanksgiving? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for refusing to share my inheritance with my dad and brother after discovering a family secret? My grandma, dad's mom, left me, 27-year-old female, my dad's, 52-year-old male, portion of her inheritance, but left him and my brother, 30-year-old male, nothing. For context, me and my brother have never met my granddad. According to my dad, he and his father had a very toxic relationship. After my dad and my mom, 49-year-old female, met, they started dating at university and they had my brother. My parents then got married, which made my granddad stop talking to my dad. A couple of years later had me and we've been living happily ever after. After my granddad died, my dad began to spend more time with his mom. We got to also spend more time with her and we even spent the Christmas holidays at their house. She was the sweet old lady who just loved us so much. Her energy was so electric and contagious. I won't lie when I say that Christmas as a teenager were my most cherished times. Sadly, my grandma passed away last year. After her funeral... I and my two aunties were called to speak to a lawyer. She died with a house worth more than 500,000 British pounds. For context, she lived near Oxford, to her name, and over 200,000 pounds worth of cash and other heirlooms. When we went through the inheritance, the lawyer explained that she divided it into three equal parts. It was between her two daughters and me who got my dad's share of the inheritance. She left her son nothing. When my dad found out, He protested and asked how that was possible, but I wasn't too concerned. During the proceedings, my grandma's lawyer who was in charge of the inheritance gave me a letter written by her a year ago. In this letter, to be read after her death, she explained that her husband, my granddad, had disowned my dad completely. This is because my dad is not my brother's actual father as he's a child from a relationship my mom had previously. My dad met my mom when she was pregnant with my brother My grandparents, my granddad in particular, thought this was extremely weird. He didn't approve of this and was vehemently against it. My dad didn't listen and married my mom a year after my brother was born, which prompted my granddad to excommunicate him for good. During the years, my grandma stayed in contact with my dad, but we, my brother and I, did not meet her until after my granddad died. The thing is, neither my brother nor I knew that my dad wasn't his biological father. A day later, my dad called me to discuss the inheritance, but I didn't want to meet him. He doesn't know that I know, and I don't know how to tell him I know. I haven't received any money yet, but based on this, I will feel like I will not share it. My family are understandably calling me greedy, but I just don't really trust them anymore. This is already causing heavy division in my family, and now I feel like dropping this news will destroy my family completely. Should I just be truthful about the reasoning, or what should I do? Bottom line, this is OP's inheritance to begin with. Whatever they want to do is ultimately the right decision with their inheritance. Personally, I feel like what the dad did, staying with the mom and raising this kid even when they were already pregnant with someone else's kid, I think that's a strong, positive character trait. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are going to be willing to do that, especially when their own parents are saying, you do that and I'm not talking to you ever again. I'm almost curious where OP's mindset is at considering OP's feeling like, no, I won't share it because of the truth. I think just if they choose not to share it in general, they're not the jerk. But how do you not see what the dad did as something that's actually positive? Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my wife that my sister died? My, 35-year-old male, sister died three weeks ago. My wife had only met her once since she lived quite far away, and every time I went to see her, my wife didn't come. My dad told me that she died and told me when her funeral was. I traveled down for the funeral, and I told my wife I was going to see my sister, which wasn't really a lie. A few days after I got back home, my brother called my wife and told her to check up on me since I hadn't been answering his calls and texts. I guess she asked why he was so worried and my brother told her about my sister dying. My wife got really upset at me for not telling her and she said that I can't trust her and that I should talk to her instead of bottling up my feelings. I explained that I didn't tell her because I knew she'd worry and expect me to talk about how I feel. It's very sweet of her for worrying about me but she doesn't need to. It's like she doesn't understand that I don't talk about how I feel unlike her. She's barely spoken to me since. She said that she feels betrayed i didn't mean to upset her so much i just didn't want to deal with her constant worrying am i the jerk i mean i struggled to immediately jump out there and say op is the jerk But as far as like a personal values thing, OP in their relationship has a different idea of how things should be that would be very far from what I would feel. I feel like in a relationship, you should be able to communicate and talk about these kinds of things, and your partner should be somebody that you're not like, I don't want them to have to worry about me. I'm not trying to mock OP, I just feel like a lot of people would have very different opinions than OP on what should be expected in a relationship and I feel like a lot of people would point out OP's lack of communication on this making them the jerk. Whether or not the partner really cared about being there or knowing them, I just couldn't imagine being in a relationship with somebody whose sibling dies and their reaction is to just not even tell me. Our next story is, am I the jerk for eating at the children I babysit for's house? I, 20 year old female, babysit for some extra cash on the side. This just happened and it's eating me up so here we go. So the family ordered pizza for dinner. Mom left cash on the table for me to pay. It was me and two boys, 7 and 10, large cheese pizza and breadsticks. I've always been under the impression that the babysitter is allowed to have a reasonable amount of dinner if they're expected to serve dinner. I've babysat a few times in the past and have never encountered this. When the parents came home to relieve me, they asked how tonight went. I said fine and said that the pizza place was really good, as I'd never ordered from there before. Mom looked at me puzzled and asked why I ate the kids dinner. I said I just had two pieces of pizza and a breadstick. I feel as if this was not an inappropriate amount to eat. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. However, the parents disagreed. Dad said that they didn't expect to have to feed me dinner as well and told me not to eat their family's food. Overall, I'm very uncomfortable and confused by this experience. Both boys were fed and didn't complain about being hungry for the rest of the night. I personally have always assumed, perhaps wrongly, that if I'm expected to serve dinner as a sitter, then I'm welcome to have a serving. Is this something anyone else has experienced? Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here personally. I would think in a situation where you're spending the evening babysitting their kids and they leave some money to get a pizza or whatnot, it's expected for you to have some too. If it ever wasn't, the parents should have had the foresight to clarify that. OP even clarified that there were still leftovers when the parents got back. So it's not like OP gobbled up all this food and kept some away from the kids. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my daughter-in-law's parents deadbeats and not stepping down to my place at her wedding? When my son Josh was 16, he and his girlfriend Chloe told my wife and I that they were expecting a baby. We were reasonably concerned and upset, but supported the two in whatever they wanted to do. They decided they wanted to keep the baby. Chloe's parents were not supportive at all and kicked her out of the house. We had her move in with us. My wife and I developed a close bond with her as we helped her prepare for the baby. After the birth of their daughter Brynn, Chloe and Josh lived with us until they were 22. As they were so young, we really helped a lot those first few years as they got their GEDs, went to trade school, etc. It was not an easy road in the slightest, but it made us all closer. I consider Chloe the daughter I never had. They're now 25 and Brynn is 9. Last year, Chloe's parents got in contact with her and said that they were sorry, they wanted to be in their lives, etc. Josh and Chloe chose to hesitantly let them in their daughter's life. They've definitely played the part of overcompensating grandparents who try to pretend no time has passed. Bryn is healthy, safe, and loved. That's all that matters. They've been standoffish with my wife and I. I feel they're jealous and maybe insecure when it comes to how close we are to Chloe and Bryn. We've tried to arrange for times to talk, outings where all four of us can be with Bryn, etc. They always rebuff. So we've settled to be polite and kind, getting along with them for Bryn, Chloe, and Josh's benefit. Chloe and Josh have recently announced they're getting married. She asked me to walk her down the aisle. She explained that while her dad is two, she'd love to have her other dad with her. I was touched. She's called me Papa Sam for a while now, and my wife, Mama Carol, but I still didn't expect this. I accepted. Now, Chloe's dad is refusing to walk her down the aisle because I will. He says that I'm encroaching on a precious moment between him and his daughter. I said so long as Chloe wants me to walk her, I will. Chloe said that she doesn't want me to step down, but also wants her dad there. I've said I'll support what she wants. She remained firm that she wants to try to find a way to get her dad on board, so we'll both walk her. Chloe's mom said I should step down, because, of course, Chloe won't ask me to. I made a comment about how then I'd be just as much of a deadbeat as they were for so long. This ticked her and her husband off. My wife feels i fueled this drama, and I should just step down so Chloe can have both her parents there. I've said until Chloe asks me to step down, I won't. Am I the jerk? I mean, was the deadbeat comment completely necessary? Probably not, but overall, I don't think OP's the jerk. And OP's definitely not the jerk for not taking their hat out of the ring themselves without being told to by the bride. This next story is, am I the jerk for uninviting my oldest daughter to Christmas over Santa? I, 43-year-old female, have children with very large age gaps. My oldest is 25 that I had with a high school ex. Then we separated and I married my husband much later. My younger two are 9 and 7. My younger children believe in Santa, while my daughter's son doesn't. She raised them not with the Santa magic, which is perfectly okay, I'd just rather not have it ruined for my children, who do believe in Santa. I was having Christmas at my house and I asked my daughter if she'd please talk to her son, because I wouldn't like the magic ruined for them. I still put packages under the tree with from Santa on them and leave out cookies and reindeer treats, bird seeds. My daughter told us she wouldn't make her son lie, and my children are old enough to understand if her son decides to say something. I told her if she wouldn't talk to her son, they could spend Christmas at their apartment. My daughter didn't like that and said I was choosing my younger children's happiness over hers and that I was being completely unreasonable. My husband supports me but thinks I might be a little high strung as our children are getting older. I just want to keep the Christmas magic alive. Am I the jerk? I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how many people actually get to seven or nine years old and still truly believe that Santa does exist. I mean, as a kid around that age, I was willing to play along if it got me more gifts or something from Santa. But there was a point in my life where I knew and there was still kind of the santa e thing going on. If your kids do still believe, you could present it in a way that not everybody does believe in Santa and in fact many people will try to make you not believe. I get wanting to keep that spirit alive for as long as you can. Is it worth excommunicating family members over? This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my coworker I won't watch her kids? I, 28 year old female, work in an office setting, but I travel occasionally for work. On these occasions i always bring my girlfriend sadie 32 year old female with me and we make it a mini vacation i would say i travel maybe nine times a year and each time is maybe for five to ten days the company i work for pays for travel living and food expenses anything i don't use is paid out but with two of us we easily use it all i should also note i've been with this company for nearly 10 years did schooling through them and worked hard for my position I have a coworker, 36-year-old female, Sue, who is a mom of four kids under the age of eight. Sue has been with the same company for 15 years and as long as I've known her, I've only considered her an acquaintance. She often gives me grief about not having kids and how I'm lucky. The issue happened a few days ago when I rejected a travel job and Sue begged my boss to let her try. He caved because it was an emergency and I'd already scheduled off for Thanksgiving. Sue made all her arrangements and asked if I could watch her kids for the week she's gone. I told her no, because I'll be traveling, and she told me this will be a great way for me to experience the joy of having children. I told her no, I don't want to watch her kids because I enjoy my kid-free life, and I refuse to travel with kids. We went back and forth a bit before I told her to stop asking me because my decision is final and i won't compromise sadie's trip just because she got a wild hair up her butt to do something she's not nearly qualified enough to do i didn't tell her the last part i just said i don't want to compromise sadie's trip because she's hosting with her mom from the grapevine i heard her husband drove their kids an hour to her parents house before leaving a few of my co-workers are saying that i was very cold for not helping her out since she only wanted to experience what i do My boss thinks I'm in the right because I shouldn't compromise the PTO I placed in advance months ago for something she planned less than a week ago. Sadie is 50-50, saying she understands that Sue gets under my skin often, but that we could have done the trip with them and survived. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. You planned your stuff way in advance. It's not your responsibility. Why should you feel bad if you could make it work? What does it matter? It's honestly downright hilarious that they go, Come on, watch my kids for a week. You'll enjoy it. They try to sell it as like an interactive experience thing. For a limited time only, enjoy a week-long experience of what life would be like if you had kids. What a rare and exciting opportunity. This next story is, Am I the jerk for telling my sister that attending her play would be inappropriate? My, 32-year-old female. Sister, 26-year-old female is an aspiring actress and part of a theater group that performs some edgy experimental plays. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. Many of those plays feature extensive nudity of the cast, including the one she's currently on. She offered a pair of tickets for the premiere to me and my husband, 34-year-old male, and I made an excuse that we couldn't attend that day. The truth is, the idea of my husband watching my sister, his sister-in-law, naked on stage makes me and him uncomfortable. So when she kept offering us tickets for future performances, it came to a point when I had to be honest and I told her I think it's inappropriate for us to attend. She took it as if I was implying that her work is inappropriate. It took me a while to explain to her that this is not what I meant. Even so, she says she's proud of the work she's doing and she wanted to share it with us because we mean a lot to her. Now I'm feeling like a huge jerk. I think you can have a lot of respect for what they're doing and still feel uncomfortable enough with seeing your own sister in the buff to not want to go and attend. I think OP just chose a bad phrasing to get the point across. Does that justify calling them the jerk? I don't think so. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not continuing to pay into my ex stepdaughters savings accounts? I, male 38, have one biological daughter. I never married her mother and I get along well with both. Since day one, my daughter had a saving account that various family members, including her mom and myself, deposited an amount each month. Neither her mom nor I can access the money without signatures from both of us. My ex-wife came with a set of twin daughters I met them when they were two and a half and married their mom when they were four. I started a similar account for them when I married their mom. I put the same amount into the accounts each month as I did my daughter. Their mother never put anything into the accounts. After five years, I discovered that my wife was cheating on me. After the divorce was finalized, we went our separate ways. Their mother never updated the bank on her new address, so I continued to receive bank statements, but I stopped putting money into the accounts. I had very little contact with the girls and as the years went by, less and less. When my daughter turned 18, she was able to put a good down payment down on a home because of that account. A few weeks ago, the stepdaughters turned 18 and learned about the accounts. They contacted me and they were upset that there was only a few thousand in their accounts, whereas my daughter had tens of thousands. My ex-wife contacted me and chewed my butt because I had not paid into those accounts. Some of my family says that they were my daughters and were not at fault for the divorce, that I should want what's best for them, so I should have been paying into the accounts. Other friends say that they're not my responsibility, so their future is not my responsibility, and that giving them the little money is better than nothing. Am I the jerk? I mean, in my opinion, OP wasn't obligated to save anything up for those twins. I agree with the mindset of the people who said, giving them what little, and I would not consider thousands to be little anyways, is better than nothing and they should be appreciative that they have anything at all, especially from somebody that fell out of contact with them years ago. Our next story is, am I the jerk for reminding my brother, 42 year old male, how old our mom was when she died? After he mentioned trying for a child? My mother and father had my brother at 20 but waited on me until they were 40. My dad died a few years after that because of health problems. My mom also had a long line of issues between her and her family that resulted in immobility and lack of capacity. I was never really a kid because she needed someone to care for her and we didn't have the money for outside resources. She died when I was 19. Because I want fair judgment, I'll admit I'm resentful of my parents for having me when they did health-wise. Not age-wise, if they didn't have so many health issues and had me at 40, I would feel differently. The role's just reversed. Maybe that's clouding my judgment. Many of their issues were genetic, or a combination of genes with also negative health choices. My brother's now 42, in similar health as they were, and has expressed no desire to change or take steps towards reducing his risks of certain diseases. Him and I don't talk much, and when we do, it's very quick. He told me recently his wife and him were trying for a child. I didn't say anything because I didn't know how to reply. He later texted me what was wrong. He said to be honest because it was clear I didn't like what he admitted, and I told him both of our parents died very young because of health reasons. I don't say that to scare him, but I was barely an adult when mom died of things we are susceptible to. It's not up to me and he can do what he wants, yet consider how tough it can be to lose parents at such young ages and the impact it can have. There was no reply, but both his mother-in-law and wife texted me to say my mom was a brave woman and I need to get over what happened because she loved me, just like my brother will love his potential child. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's too far out of line, especially if there are real health issues to be concerned about. I myself am a child where both of my parents were 40 years old when they had me, and although it's not ideal to have parents that much older than you, especially when I'm hitting 10 years old, 15 years old, they're already in their 50s to mid-50s, personally for me, their age never truly affected me negatively, and thankfully both of my parents are still around, so... As far as health and genetics go, who knows how well it may turn out for him. The bottom line here that especially makes OP not the jerk though, is they said, be honest. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my brother I got engaged over a year ago? I, 29 year old female, have an older brother, 32 year old male. We were raised by a single mother and don't have any extended family. So we grew up pretty close. I moved across the country 11 years ago to attend college then stayed in the new state because it had better job opportunities for my field. My brother, on the other hand, remained close to my mother. Eight years ago, he introduced his girlfriend to us over Christmas and also told us that he got engaged. She asked me to be a bridesmaid and I accepted, but when she told me that their wedding date will be close to my finals, I warned her that I might not be able to do everything she needs me to do. She was very sweet and said that that was okay. She just wanted me to be involved. Three months before the wedding my brother called me he said that my lack of involvement and enthusiasm for being a bridesmaid was stressing his fiance and that they decided that i should just be a normal guest i said that was fine apologized to him and then called her to apologize too fast forward to when they finalized the seating chart and apparently i was seated in a back table with some of my brother's co-workers not even close to the family table I was upset when mom told me, but didn't want to make a scene. My mom, on the other hand, demanded they change my seat, which resulted in me being uninvited. I remember my brother telling me that his wife deserved the wedding of her dreams and that I was stressing her. I asked my mom to back off, didn't go, but still sent a congratulations text and a gift. But I also stopped reaching out to my brother, and it became obvious that I was the only one keeping us in contact. We rarely met after that, mainly because they spend holidays with his in-laws, and then COVID hit. I met a man during COVID, we hit it off. It became serious and he proposed last year. I asked my mom to only tell my brother if he asked about me, and she respected my wishes. Also, I don't have social media at all, so there was no announcement or anything like that. We just sent out invites and my brother got his, and for the first time in years, he called me upset because I didn't tell him that I had a serious partner, let alone a fiancé. I let him rant and rave and then just told him that it wasn't a secret, and if he bothered to ask me or my mom about my life, we would have told him. He said that I should have reached out to tell him, but I said that I didn't want to stress him or his wife with my presence. He called me a jerk and said they would not attend, to which I said, it's your choice, which made him even angrier. So, am I the jerk? The very end especially seals the deal here. Clearly, they were trying to get a rise out of you or make you feel upset or grovel. When you said, okay, it's your choice, and they got even angrier. That's just them lashing out because their attempted manipulation failed. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my family not to show up at my house for Thanksgiving? I've been cooking the majority of the Thanksgiving meals for over 10 years now. While I get help from my sister and mom, I do 75% of the cooking. Ever since I was little, we hosted Thanksgiving at my house. All of my father's side of the family comes to our house, and my one aunt's family on my mom's side comes sometimes. We have a fairly big family, so there needs to be enough food for about 30 people. As I got older, I became more aware of how unequal the division of labor is. Not only does my family host the meal, but the out-of-state family sleeps over at our house during the holiday weekend, and we provide the majority of the food. While my maternal aunt's family always brings a couple of dishes, there were years when none of the families on my father's side of the family brought any food to contribute. When we asked them to bring a dish, they would bring the easiest thing, a case of beer, a store bought pie or instant mashed potatoes. When we make comments about this, my dad's side of the family just replies, well you guys are such good cooks, of course we want to eat your food, or simply, Well, I brought beer. For context, we're not the wealthiest family unit in our extended family, and all of my father's siblings have big enough houses to host. Given the cost and labor of doing all of this, we asked our dad to talk to his siblings to share some of the load, but he just huffs that he asked them, but they didn't follow through. Even on years when we announced that we're doing Thanksgiving by ourselves, we still receive texts asking when dinner is or they just show up. In addition to just showing up, They also demand to split the leftovers evenly. My dad recently indicated that since he's the oldest sibling, he feels like he has to host and that this aligns to our culture. I asked him if he's going to enforce the part of our culture which dictates that once I get married, I'm supposed to spend the majority of my time with my husband's family, leaving them screwed since I do most of the cooking. He didn't answer. Some of my aunts and uncles have been making jokes about how they're going to go to my house in the future for the holidays because they love my food. I made it very clear to them that if I do not invite them to my home for Thanksgiving, I am not letting them in even if they show up at the door. They keep making comments like, wow, you're just going to leave your family out on the streets during the holidays? And I said, yes, I'm going to lock my doors and I will not open them for you. They all became very angry and complained to my dad about how I'm awful and how I don't care about the family. I love my family but I'm just tired of doing the majority of work. So am I the jerk for telling my family to not show up in my house on Thanksgiving? I don't think OP's the jerk. Nobody seems to truly appreciate OP. They love to say how much they love to eat OP's food though. If they're not even going to try, it's not worth it. They're not appreciative. Our next story is, Would I be the jerk for cutting my daughter off financially for lying about her money and how she's getting it? i 47 year old male have one child a daughter neela 19. my wife and i did pretty well for ourselves so we've been financially supporting her and caring for her child four since she's been in a university while she's away at college we helped pay for her tuition we pay for her car insurance and give her a decent amount of money every month to focus on her studies stress-free while she's away along with that we care and provide for her daughter Neela goes to school a few hours away and our nephew was visiting this area and seen her at a local club as a pole girl. She asked him not to tell us but he did so anyways. I confronted her and she tried to deny it but then admitted she's been doing this for the past few months. I asked her why and basically short answer is she's not responsible with the money we're giving her and shopping is more important. I then threatened to cut her off financially because for one. I don't approve of my only daughter doing this kind of work, and two, she's making money of her own and isn't being responsible with ours. three, hiding it from us and not sending any back to help with Kimberly in any way. She began to cry and begged me not to. She said it wasn't fair that she was an adult and could do as she pleases but still needs help. My wife thinks I'm being too harsh and that maybe we should give her a smaller amount of money each month. Am I the jerk? I mean, I guess the important thing here is how are they doing on their end of the bargain though? Their current career choice may not be your favorite, but are they still attending school? Are they still getting good grades? Are they on track to actually have a future beyond what they're doing now for side money? Honestly, this whole thing is just in a weird situation in general. She was, what, 15, 14-ish when they had the kid. Now they send them off somewhere and funnel them money and just expect them to be adulting on their own. It's also at a point where if you cut them off and you cut off that income that they're bringing in, it's not like they're going to start all of a sudden doing less pole dancing. So I don't know if they're the jerks for enabling up to this point or not the jerks for not just supporting her lifestyle. The whole thing is really kind of just jumbled up. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the jerkier story, check out that video on the left.